welcome to week four of the BQBL Failcast. I am your host, Alex Eifler. I am joined by the commissioner of the BQBL, Matthew Hoffman. Dr. Matthew, uh, usually the Monday night games aren't that eventful, but this one was pretty eventful this week. It was extremely eventful, and I would like to challenge your previous assertion. The Monday night games this week have been good. This year have been good so far. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago we recorded while the Jets were going, and we saw the debut of Luke Falk, and we saw a BQBL outing that, or a week that was decided by the last play of the game. Uh, last week we had 70 points dropped by Washington, and this week first place was on the line in the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game as Joseph went into the week tied, I believe, with Sarah again. And he was at 31 and only Cincinnati to play for. So there was a lot on the line when the Monday night game, and it did not disappoint. All right. Well, that, that's a fair challenge. And uh, I think that it's easy to say that uh, Joseph made the right choice. You know, Denver would have been a uh, – a sexy choice playing against Jacksonville and a pretty good defense, but uh, Joseph chose wisely in going with Cincinnati um, because Andy Dalton couldn't do a single thing correctly during that game. Um, if anyone else had the misfortune of watching that game, it was, it was just utter ineptitude on Andy Dalton's part. And um, the score reflects that. Yeah, thankfully, I did not watch. I uh, had no interest in watching either of these teams play right now. But it, looking at the scoreboard and looking at the box score, it looks like it was quite awful. Um, it was an impressive performance by Andy Dalton from a BQBL standpoint. No touchdowns, 171 yards, long at 23. And then uh, a total BQBL score, by my count, of 42. Yeah, and recall that the reason why they threw so many times is because they were down by so much. Um, you know, by the end of the third quarter, they were already down 24 to 3. So they were full on in catch up mode and they still couldn't muster any kind of yardage. And Andy Dalton took eight sacks. It, it was just bad. Um, their leading receiver was something called Auden Tate, which is not what you want. No, he spread the ball around, and we've got, what, six receivers with five or, five or six targets, but I'm using receiver lightly because a couple of those are running backs. Right, and one of them is Auden Tate. Whatever that is. Exactly. Um, yeah, on the other side, uh, Pittsburgh was actually somewhat functional, and um, they did this thing where they just didn't want Mason Rudolph to be back there very much. So they had Jalen Samuels take snaps from the Wildcat, and he was just kind of like kind of patty-caking the ball up to James Conner, who had, therefore, eight receptions on eight targets because they were just like patty-cake handoffs. Um, but they all counted wow. as receptions. Um, which Jalen which... Samuels also had eight receptions on eight targets, let's be clear. So there was a, a lot of talk about Jalen Samuels and his 109.7 QB rating, but that was not as high as Mason Rudolph's 124.6. And it's amazing that he did it without ever having to throw the ball down the field, except for the one long pass to Deontay Johnson. Um, literally everything else was right in front of him and it was just catch and run. And I'll, um, I'll say I did, I did not watch this game at all. And at some point I saw on Twitter, there was a, someone had shared a pick of Mason Rudolph 
this is a Mason Rudolph throw allegedly to a stealer and there was no stealer in the picture. And uh, and I remember thinking, oh man, this is he must be doing badly. And I went and checked, and he was like fifteen for sixteen. That was his one bad throw of the game. Well, because at, at a certain point, his his de- his average depth of target was behind the line of scrimmage. So he spent a is significant. That, is that right? Yes, he spent a significant portion of the game throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Like the total number of air yards up until that long Deontay Johnson pass was like zero. Um, it was probably negative at some point. It, he just, they just weren't allowing him to throw the ball down the field. And Cincinnati's defense is so bad that they didn't really need to. It was just James Conner and Jalen Samuels catching a bunch of short stuff and then taking it, you know, on average, about eight or nine yards a catch. And those catches were about, you know, six to seven inches. So uh, maybe this is responsibility of the Cincy defense being bad but uh, but I feel like we should at least give credit to Pittsburgh because that might have been their strategy but if compare this to Houston right Houston tried not having their quarterback throw the ball it went poorly they also had a long pass of 14 yards and that is bad right the cutoff for points is 25 yards 14 is almost unheard of as a long pass Uh, and they lost whereas Pittsburgh scored a lot of points they also had the non-quarterback throwing the ball, although they made the mistake of not having DeAndre Hopkins patty cake it to a running back, and they had him instead throw the ball downfield, um, which resulted in the kind of interception that you expect to see off of like you know high school quarterbacks, where you stare down a receiver and you throw it, and you just ignore the fact that there are safeties on the field. Yep. He looked very open at the time that he threw the ball. Uh yeah if you just ignore the fact that there are safeties then sometimes guys look open that is true we we remind everyone that there are no points for the deandre hopkins interception as he is not a quarterback right just like there are no negative points for the patty cake yardage that uh that jalen samuels racked up but um but deshaun watson's uh lack of scoring does definitely help his case there um yep and and by extension um you know, would have helped. Uh, let's see, were they started this week? No, nope. Nick so. had them. Uh, they would definitely have helped Nick. He, yeah. st- he started initially San Francisco. To his credit, he realized they were on by, and he audibled to the Chargers. The Chargers finished with negative two, whereas Houston scored 21. Yes, that would have been a 23-point swing. It still wouldn't have been enough to win the week, but it would have gotten him an extra win. Yeah, because we, we sort of uh, – missed finishing the story here the 42 points that Cincinnati scored combined with 31 Joe got from New England gave him 73 and gave him the win so he went from what was it a tie for fourth to first place by himself and he has put himself back in contention he now takes over second place on the year yeah and I dropped further down I don't I don't think we buried the lead I think we just built suspense I think that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a professional podcasting trick. And uh, if those uh, who are listening can't hear a difference, another professional podcasting trick is that we're actually trying to use real recording equipment rather than our phones um, attached to cans, attached to strings, um, which was our previous recording setup. So we're hoping this sounds a little bit better. Yeah, I wanted to buy Bluetooth 5 string, but you figured a microphone made more sense. Yeah, the problem is I, I just don't want to have to deal with when they come out with Bluetooth 6 string and, and feel like a rube 
with all this, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're going to have approximately 700 to 800 miles of Bluetooth five string. And <laughs> it's just gonna, just gonna, it's just gonna make me sad. Um, yeah. Is that, how, are you that far from me? I don't even know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I do 400, know. 500 miles. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, uh, Joe wins the week. Uh, and I finished second for the fourth straight week. So four weeks, four s- second place finishes for me. Uh, so I collected my fourth six point week uh, and I'm currently in the lead at uh, 24 points. This was my best week so far uh, as I got excellent games from the Rams and Arizona. Um, Arizona basically scored 25 on the one Jadavian Clowney pick six. Um, the Rams were pretty bad all week, all, all, um, all game. Um, they were very up and down. They somehow managed 28, even though Jared Goff threw for 517 yards. Yeah, that, that game kind of outlines our, our previous assertion that Tampa Bay is a coin toss that's un, totally unpredictable, where now they're facing the Rams defense, which is allegedly a good defense, and somehow they put up 55 points. Jameis Winston threw for four touchdowns and 385 yards. So you would think that they would be deeply in the negative and you would have been right, except for it's Jameis Winston. So the one pick he threw, he really made count by making it a pick six. He did. And, and Alex, I realized one thing we haven't been doing this year that we did last year was uh, give awards for the week. Uh, remember Will's suggestion originally was Anchorman quote based awards. And, and I think if we revive that, the uh, award for that escalated quickly is definitely Jameis Winston this week. He was far in the negative. They were winning by 15 points. There was no reason to throw a dangerous pass. And then all of a sudden, pick six, suddenly he's in the positive. I mean, the reason is because he can't help himself. He's Jameis Winston. Um, he doesn't need a, re- a reason. Um, but it, it is the third consecutive week where I guessed right on Tampa Bay. Um, in terms of positive versus negative, um, but I still missed their best week in week one. So um, I wouldn't say that I'm doing well, nor did it buy me a lot of wins, but uh, the, the, the randomness, I'm leaning right into it. Um, but there yeah. were some actually some good weeks, though. I think uh, Will had a pretty good week and made decent decisions starting Carolina, which was his high-scoring team, and uh, the wheels finally fell off the Will Allen, or Will Kyle Allen train. Um, and he looked really bad. Um, although both teams in that game looked pretty awful. So uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't unique, but it was uh, worthy of a bunch of points there. Yep. And with, with that, Will got four points, jumped up to 8.5, and climbs out of the basement, is now uh, second to last. Yeah. Also, also known as fifth. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sixth. 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 I can count. No, it's, you're doing great. Um, yeah. And when I said the wheels um, fell off the Kyle Allen train, it was just that he didn't really do anything. Um, not anything good, not really anything bad. He just didn't really do anything. Um, but he didn't have to. They, well, I mean, they won that game. Well, he did lose three fumbles. So um, I, w- I did see a tweet mm-hmm. that, um, that they were going to make him walk through the locker room with the footballs taped to his hands like Edward Forty hands. Um, and I think that that's probably inapt punishment for fumbling and losing three fumbles. I, if a picture of that comes out, I, we might have to find a way to get a BQBO points. Oh, I, I think that we should just be able to assign 
five points at the discretion um, just for, for basic comedic value. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think we agree. If a picture comes out of Kyle Allen in the locker room with footballs taped to his hands, that's five points. Yeah. So feel free to look for it um, or even to really do a nice Photoshop of it. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the quality of the Photoshop will definitely be taken into account um, should that surface. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that was, so um, he was in fourth place and I think you touched on Nick coming in third place or did we not talk about no. how bad Buffalo no, was? We did not. The New England Buffalo game was a font of BQBO points in general. Uh, New England scored 31 in victory and Buffalo 47 in defeat. And it was almost more. Uh, yeah. There was a, a fourth down interception that was overturned. It could easily have been more. Yeah, Tom Brady passed for under 50%. And I was going to look it up real quickly, but I don't believe that's happened very often in his career. Um, no, he was it is not. 18 for 39 for 150 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Like, that's a, that's a really bad line for him. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I can't remember a, an outing like that, but it was, yeah, it was, it was impressive. I, I would say the Buffalo, in general, their start to the game deserves recognition, right? Because they, they started off, they, they forced a punt, they were at home, and they proceeded to go interception, give up a touchdown, block punt, return for a touchdown, punt, and then interception. Yeah, like at, at what point was quite a start? Didn't have to do anything, honestly. Um, the whole Patriots team didn't have to do anything. Just kick some field goals and sit back and let Buffalo beat themselves. Yeah, Hauschka missed a field goal. Otherwise, it would have been much closer. So it was. This was this was a bad game in general. Yeah, although it did introduce us to another backup quarterback who looks like they'll be taking some snaps. Uh, our old friend Matt Barkley has returned. Yeah, I would say reintroduced. That's fair. Yeah, so and and Matt Barkley wasn't the only new friend for this week because it also looks like it we're going to get uh, Dwayne Haskins. Looks like he will be um, yeah. a player going forward because yep. um, the the Case Keenum benching um, was was deemed to be a coach's decision and not an injury, um, according to various news sources. So we've we've deemed it as a benching. Although they, since since they were not started, um, it didn't count for anybody. But I believe that Washington ended up with the high score on the week. Did they not? They did, and for the second week in a row, they scored seventy. And for the second week in a row, they were on Sarah's bench. Yeah the um, the fact that Jay Gruden thought it would be a good punishment for Case Keenum to put Dwayne Haskins in there totally unprepared and have him throw three interceptions is I don't know if it's more of uh, m- more kind of uh, a show of what Jay Gruden is, or is it how unready Dwayne Haskins is? Because the New York defense is really, really bad, um, as we've seen for multiple weeks in a row. But neither of the quarterbacks on that team could do anything, um, given that uh, Terry McLaurin was injured. Um, and it just goes to show you how important Terry McLaurin was for that team. Yeah. And Alex, I don't think there was no benching in that game, I don't believe. There were just four turnovers no touchdowns and a pick six. Oh no, there was a benching. That was a Keenum benching. I think we counted. Uh, I thought, I thought Keenum was injured. I thought that the injury was, was not significant. Um, I, I'd read that it was, it, it said by benching case Keenum, 
So maybe we should revise oh. that. He was he was yeah benched. maybe we was he okay I I thought it was an injury. No, it was a um, it was a benching. Ooh, okay. so beep 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 newsflash. Um, we're changing that score. Hold on, I, I guess I need to I need to reevaluate the score, but I see four turnovers, which should be twenty thirty eight uh, plus twenty for the pick six. Right. Is 58, 68 with no touchdowns. 70. Um, the, um, oh, no, 68. Yeah, 68. Yeah, so I see 68. And then if there's a benching, then it looks like we are at, at 35 to that. So, um, wait, so how, how did you get uh, 103? How'd you get uh, I must have, hmm. I must have missed a, uh, a fumble. Oh, we thought it was a I fumble. Must, I must have. I must have thought a fumble. Yeah, got it. Um, but yeah, it looks like. Um, no, no, I know. Uh, yardage, yardage is the other thing. Oh yeah, because they only had a hundred and forty yeah. something yards. Hundred and forty-four yeah. yards. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no. We, yeah. Yep. So I think that was it. Uh, oh no, there was no pick six in this game, right? Oh no, there was. No, there, there was. was. There yeah. was. Yeah. So thirty-eight, fifty-eight. Uh, 70 with the yardage. Right. 80 with the no touchdowns. Somehow I missed that before. Mm. Um, so that's 80, plus, and then it would be 115. Yeah, 115. Yeah. Okay. Right. New revision. Washington scored 115 this week to lead the league for On the Sarah's second week bench. in a row. On Sarah's, On Sarah's bench. bench. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Well, there you have it. And to be there's, fair, there's she started she started Washington week one for negative 13 and week two for zero. So it's not as though she's had them on the bench the whole season. It's just that she's having a Tampa Bay type situation. Yeah. So you took the and, words out of my mouth. And, and also, like, the Giants had been the worst defense in the NFL. Uh, so I yes. understand it. Like, I totally get it. No, I, I completely get it as well. And, and Keenum hasn't been terrible. But I will say, um, obviously, you mentioned Dwayne Haskins is now introduced to BQBL. Um, it looks like he'll be fruitful in the, in the weeks to come. You mentioned the Mar- Matt Barkley re- reintroduction. There was one more reintroduction. Chase Daniel. The Chicago, yeah. Chicago game. <laughs> Hooray. Chase Daniel came, came out from Mitch Trubisky and – I think I will award Chase Daniel the I, I'm I'm not even angry uh, the he ate a whole wheel of cheese award because he was good actually good against a good Minnesota defense he threw for 195 yards in the touchdown yeah he was he was certainly adequate um, and and they they pretty easily beat Minnesota um, I mean Minnesota didn't even score points until the fourth quarter. Their commitment yeah. to the run, though, was very strong, um, having rushed 16 times for 40 yards at a brisk 2.5 yards per carry clip. Um, so you can tell that their new def- their new offensive plan is really bearing fruit. And by fruit, <laughs> I mean mostly just losses in division. <laughs> I, I would say they're also – Minnesota is getting very close to getting points for arguments on the sidelines – all of the different screen grabs and 
and gifts of Adam Thielen and stuff. Sorry for the technical difficulties there. Matt was, uh, he was railing so hard against the Minnesota team that his microphone decided to quit. Uh, Matt, <laughs> would you like to finish your rant? <laughs> I don't know where I left off, but I was just, just saying that we got to be on the lookout because Minnesota is in range of starting to accumulate points based on teammates fighting on the sidelines, the, the gifts and, and just screen grabs of Thielen and Diggs being frustrated with the terrible passes that Kirk Cousins were throwing. Um, well, they were, they were numerous if you didn't see them. Yeah, they, um, it, it, that team's in bad shape. I mean, I don't, like they won a lot of games last year and they were, their offense was pretty good until the very end. And so they decided to blow it up and just run the ball. Like I, I'm just not sure I understand where they're coming from offensively. Um, I can only assume. Especially some, because. Yeah, go ahead. How, how much money have they put into their quarterback and receiver positions? It's, it's, an, it's an ungodly amount of money between those two receivers and cousins. Right. It's like a financial play action fake where the, instead of they're, they're, <laughs> they're just paying everybody. So you think they'll throw it and then they're just going to keep running it. Um, but at this point, all they've done is beat the Falcons and the Raiders who are terrible and they've lost to the Bears and the Packers. And they have upcoming games against teams that might actually beat them with the, uh, the Giants, the Eagles, the Lions. And then a little later on the road, they play the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Like they could, that could be the worst team in the division. Like at this point, I think they might be. Yeah, it's definitely possible right now. Again, you're saying you've got the two and two Raiders as being terrible. Uh, yeah, I think the two and two Raiders okay. are terrible. Um, do you disagree with that? Uh, hold on. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, they beat yes. the Broncos, and I guess they beat the Colts at the Colts, they but I don't. The really, Colts. Yeah. I don't understand how that happened. Um, I don't. I don't know either. But it it did involve a pick six that gave Will a number of points this week. Yeah, it's, it's, that's that is fair. What what did happen in that game? Uh, somehow, Derek Carr was actually pretty good and jumped out to a big lead and then sort of held on. Um, also, T.Y. Hilton wasn't playing, I think, was, was also part of it. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it looks like Indianapolis had a, uh, had a similar plan to Minnesota in terms of we're just going to establish the run without any effectiveness in running the ball, um, which is always never uh, a great thing. Well, no, it's also Marlon Mack, I think, got injured in the oh. second quarter, mm. I believe. So they had no T.O.I. Hilton. Marlon Mack got hurt. And then when they were coming back, Brissett threw a pick six. Yeah, they, they're, um, the guys who led the teams in targets were uh, Zach Pascal, Jack Doyle, Paris Campbell, Chester Rogers, and Naheem Hines. So I think, needless to say, they have a really solid set of talent around uh, – Jacoby Brissett. Um, I mean, the whole team sounds like uh, a randomized Madden team. <laughs> it does. Where like yeah, you've, been, you've been simulating like about a decade and now you're just like, wait, who are these guys? I don't know any of these players. Are any of these guys good? Um, and that's kind of where we are. Yeah. So 
Uh, I would say the but, other the other thing would, to mention. But just to be fair, no, yeah, on, on the other yeah. side, it's Darren Waller, Tyrell Williams, Foster Moreau, Hunter Renfro, Keelan Doss, and DeAndre Washington. So this is essentially just two random Madden teams being simulating against each other. Um, so maybe the, the, the issue is not that the Raiders won. It's that in these games where, like, these are bad teams with backup caliber quarterbacks, um, it's just a coin flip. And there's going to be a lot of those this season because there's a lot of backup quarterbacks in. There are quite a few. Um, speaking of backup quarterbacks, we got a, a shout-out to Gardner Minshew the second, who led a game-winning drive and cost Russ the week. Um, <laughs> Russ finished at negative seven um, and zero wins. <laughs> Gardner Minshew the second. The second, absolutely. Yeah, he, he got he got a negative eight there, and then one point from Cleveland against Baltimore at Baltimore. So uh, that didn't work out at all. Whereas Dallas gave him twenty. Yeah. So, so he 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 would have done much better if he'd just done the opposite, really. Although probably still not enough for any wins. No. Uh, again, as you were complaining about, after two weeks where scoring 20 got you second place, uh, we now had a, a week where 21 only got Jake one win. So bad luck there. Yeah, you got you to gotta use those points more judiciously. Do, do judiciously. Oh. That's good. We should leave that in. Absolutely. Leave it in. Yeah, leaving it in. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I think that that sums it up for this week. I'm currently in the lead at 24 wins, and then it's very close after that as Joe has 18.5 and Nick and Alex with 18 each. Um, and then there's like a, a drop-off. Sarah has 12. Will has 8.5. Uh, Russ has 7.5. And, and Jake is at 5.5. So after four weeks, you're already a week clear of second place? Uh, almost a week clear second place yes <laughs> that's that's uh it's not a good pace but uh I, hey there's there's a lot of football left to be played and mostly backups playing it so um we can look forward to a lot of mediocre quarterback play um but um, until until next week where we get to watch more backup quarterbacks play against other backup quarterbacks throwing to backup wide receivers um may all your decisions be backup quality and Milan-esque. Have a good week. Yep, bye guys.